0: One thing I love about recovery, though, is they start off with the problem. They don't describe the solution first. They detail, in great detail, the problem. Because in, in recognizing the problem, is, is I like that way to go. Because the same thing with what they call non-duality. You ever hear of non-duality? It, it means non-to, not too. Yeah, Non means not, and then duality means two. It means not two. There's nothing called non-duality. Yeah? You can't go to a non-duality meeting, because there wouldn't be any there. Because it's not two. It's a negation. Yeah? So in a lot of ways, the way of looking at this thing is not describing how wonderful the solution is. It's detailing the problem so that you can see the problem and then offering an invitation that you may not be that. Yes? Yeah? Yeah? Instead of offering imitation, you are that wonderful, lovely, all-knowing, beautiful, evanescent love sphere. Yeah, it doesn't work a lot of times for mine. But when you describe what people sense every day and describe it in a very clear way, it's easily seen. Hey, yeah, that's what I am. And then to offer the imitation, and you're not. It's sort of like you ever hear the enneagram and sufism. So they have Enneagram retreats, where the Enneagram is a very old way of trying to categorize the basic formats of personality, let's say here. Yes? like It's like all of us are built, we're all like Fords, yeah? but And we drive like a Ford, we smell like a Ford, we turn like a Ford. And then to get what kind of special Ford you are, you'd find what day you were built and in what factory, yes? And that would be stamped. And then... If you knew all that, it would explain quite a lot, yes, or why things seem to be the way they go, because you're smelling, you're a Ford, yeah, yeah. So, in Sufism, they would have this thing called the Enneagram, and in the Enneagram, they have nine basic characters, right, of personalities, and then two subdivisions each, right, so there's 27. Let's forget about the subdivisions, but a lot of people will go to these retreats to learn, right, about their, their personality, but... A lot of times they make the mistake because when they leave, they now have something else to identify as. I'm a 7. I'm a 4. But the, the description of 7 and 4 is to get the hint that you're not a 7. Yes? That's the whole point. It's not that not something more to identify with, but to see the impersonalness of what you're calling personal. That you and I are built a certain way, and that's why we drive that way, and we turn that way, and we park that way. It's not personal. Yes? So by when some when a methodology describes about how we are, the punchline is you're not that. Yeah. It's not like another addition to the always building identification parlor you're in. Yeah. You know, you recognize. Oh, thanks for the information because I was calling myself all those aspects. I thought when those aspects showed up, that was me and now you describe something from 1500 years ago that's very clearly saying you're not that. Thank you. Yes. So this is why I like to approach it in describing what we're not because it's very dangerous because the mind if it describes like what we are which you can't but like the, the all oneness and you're all all you are is love what's holding that is you are a body holding that you're the source of all love. Yeah. The body's in there somewhere. The previous identification is now glomming on to that. Yeah? That doesn't work for me. I'd rather be told and described what I'm not, so in in the description of it, and with the invitation, you may not possibly be that, put the two and two together, my mind can entertain being free from that. Not entertaining being that which represents freedom, but being free from that. And then I find out what freedom is. Yeah? It downloads. Life informs me of what freedom is. It's like a new bit of information, like it says in the book, a new happiness and a new outlook. I don't. It's not like the same old, same old. It's not conceptualized. It's not a wonderful, sublime, conceptual addition to the, the imperative priority of me is this. Yes? So I'd much rather go that way, questioning what I'm not, seeing what I'm not, because you can't see what you are. You're seeing from what you are right now. We're just calling it me, which is a form of looking. Yeah? As soon as the seeing is claimed by the mental process and it becomes your seeing, that's a form of looking. And that's the blindness we all suffer from. We suffer from the blindness of self-centeredness. And we look around and we go shopping at places where they're selling new pairs of glasses. Buddhism, Kabbalah, this and that, with the hope that, all right, I get the right pair of glasses, it will correct the distortions of my eyes. But they're not distortions of your eyes, they're distortions of another pair of glasses, called identification as self. But while you identify the self, you can't see them as glasses. You take them to be your eyes. So you keep putting on glasses and glasses. I've got to correct this way of seeing. You don't have a fundamental problem with seeing. The distortion is looking. The seeing has been claimed by selfing, and now it's been turned into a form of looking called self-centeredness. And we're looking for other forms of looking to counteract that effect. Instead of just realizing what we're taking ourselves to be, our eyes, or the way we see is structured. Yes? It's, it's a foreign installment in a sense. They can be taken off. And any real any form of looking here that has any value has to fail you, in a sense. It has to fail you. So you stop p- putting on new pairs of glasses, and then you finally question the ones you have on. Yeah. Once you feel around it, and instead of calling it you, you say, "I'm not that." You get the sense of it, and if it's not you, the in- the incredible revelatory opportunity arises. I can take them off. <laughs> I can see again. <laughs> but we're all, those glasses, I don't care how much they seem like they're cemented on, they're not your eyes. <laughs> they're structured, they're defined. They're a, a mental hijacking of natural seeing. Yes? Turning into a, it can't turn it into a form of looking, it can over, only cover it up with a form of looking. Yeah? Because every moment of looking, like St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. But, you see, what's looking is taken to be you. That's not what you're looking for. But what's really looking is seeing. Yeah? And that's what you and you and you and you and you are looking for. All the while, we are what's looking. Yeah? But the movement of self, which is a movement, it's selfing, it's a verb. The movement of, of selfing, right?, Leaves the seeing and turns into what's looking, and now the what's looking is trying to find what's looking, and he can't. Every moment it's looking, it's blind to the seeing. Yes, no matter how much you practice, you're never going to see. It's an it's a recognition of the f- the failedness of the whole system that totally, in a sense, demoralizes the you that you're not, and then something expands out of it, yes? There's a collapse of relevance and meaning and everything, and then from there it expands out. And if you don't know what seeing is, if you had a memory of being a kid and you weren't in an abusive situation from the day you were born, you had many, 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 many moments of real seeing then, yes? Seeing where where you were in, there was no, you hadn't had a thought that you could be anywhere else, yes? There was such an immediacy because you didn't think you could be somewhere else, yes? Time hadn't become important yet. So while you were playing, you weren't worrying about, will I be playing next week? You were totally engaged because the mind hadn't entertained possibilities It didn't have to be engaged, yes? This is what happens. You, in a sense, go back in a way to that. A natural form of seeing. Not dies by self-centeredness. Yeah? Then you enjoy peace of mind. Because peace of mind is truly always available. Yeah? But not in time. And self and time are synonymous. As soon as the you arises, time is totally, totally influential here. And your whole thought system is drenched in time. Every thought you have is about time, some way, yes? Every bit of it. And time isn't a thing, it's streaming right where you are. It has a much stronger effect if it's streaming through self-centeredness than if it's just streaming, yes? Then you can travel through time, but the emphasis is on now, or in this moment. But in the mental realm, the emphasis is on there and then. Your thought system could give a damn about this moment. It uses this moment to think about there and then. There and then is where the value lies. What's going to happen to me and what happened to me. But what is, there's no value very much at all to it. Yeah. See it. See the system. See its value. See what, what it's drenched in. You start from there. It's a thought. But the thought is wrapped in a feeling. A vague sense of being a self. And when you feel the oneness of life, you call it you. But that you isn't the onness. The you is a mental construct. It's a me really. Yeah? You're right in feeling. What you're feeling now is onness. That's true. But what we say is I'm I'm feeling me. That's not, you're not feeling me. The me is a thought. Yeah? But the feeling of onness is righteous. Yeah? That onness is always on as long as you're alive. But when I, when I feel it, I take bodily images to, to say that's who I am. It's the onness, it's the awareness of everything that's who I am, yes? Or what I am. The awareness precedes anything. There would never have been a moment in any one of our lives without awareness of it, yeah? Without the illuminating quality of awareness, you wouldn't have seen a thought, yeah? There would Consciousness would not become conscious of thoughts without awareness, Yes? And that's what we can do. We have the ability, the mind has a quality of reflectiveness. It can reflect awareness, just like it reflects things. It can reflect awareness. It can reflect no thing. So you can be conscious, become conscious of awareness. I would say the consciousness of awareness is what we are. It's almost like mind is seeing nothing infinitely. Never interrupted, never stopped, just seeing nothing. Yeah. There's no fences it ever runs into. There's nothing to, to alight on and to create a subject objectivity of it. Yeah? There's no thing to be seen to project the seer of it. Yeah, there's just seeing nothing. That's the radical freedom from the bondage of self. And it's available at every moment. Because it's not a quality of time. Yeah? It's a timeless quality. You can have a huge download, and it looked like it took half a second. Yeah? It's not more. The more you do, it doesn't mean you get more. Yeah? It has a whole different regulation and rule system of mindlessness. Anything and everything is possible. Instead of the system of thought most of us are relying on, the idea of being okay is always, I will be okay. Yeah? I will be okay, or I once was okay, or I'm hoping to be okay. And therefore, as soon as it becomes a goal, who is going to get there? You. Who gets all the emphasis? You. The you that you're not, trying to get to the feeling of okayness. But okayness is prior to you. It's not something achieved and attained. It's something seen. It's very, very direct. It doesn't take any time. But as soon as the selfing kicks in and our attention and interest is wedded to it, we're thrown into time. And the whole thought system is about time. It has, no, it has so little interest in okayness now. It has total interest that you will be okay. Yeah. So here... There is the unmanifest here. I would say that's no no thingness yeah just the name of it. Don't believe anything I say anyway. You know, it's, just, it's just a way of conveying a, a message an energetic message really yes sense of presence hopefully while we're sitting here and stuff. all right then there's the manifest here which is we're all seemingly in conscious contact with yes. I'm seeing hearing feeling tasting. And then there's the mental here which is when the thought system called selfing claims, yes, being the subject, it takes the here and brings it into a mental here. And so the here that you think you're in, in the mental here, is really jam-packed with there and then, yes? All these old ideas and thoughts about from the past, this mythical realm, and a large amount of projection into a future, yeah, Yes? And most people I know who are addicts are trying to get out of this here, the mental here. They they make a mistake and think it's the manifest here. But they're trying to get out of this mental here. Because the here is not here. It's jam-packed with there and then. Yes? And here, the mind takes you as a fixed object, a body, and places you on this linear line from the, from the station of the past, on the tracks of this here, that's the only tracks there are, and to another possible look destination, be it through a local or an express train, every day, all day. And it thinks about you all the way along the line. It places you somewhere else at some other time in the past, places you somewhere else some other time in the future, yes? And it obsesses over it. Yeah? And it only has two gears. Back and forth. Future, past. It can't turn off. It can't rest. There's no rest stop. It's either going past the future, past the future, right? And the thing is, in this moment, in this moment, in this moment, there is no authenticity of this being you. But what the mind does with this moment, it stretches the idea of you in time and pulls it. And so you start having a historical feeling, yes? And you start having a future historical feeling. What's going to happen to me? Yes? And it takes it and strings it. Just keeps pulling it, pulling it, pulling it. And each aspect of that, it can obsess over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's other strings. Like, there's other strings. And the solution is right now. Because right now, there's no point to start and end. Right now, there's no back or forward. Right now is all there is. Yes? And in this point is the solution. As soon as the mind's thrust in time, you've got a you're being played on all these strings. Yes? I'm a victim, maybe, whatever. There's going to be a major theme, but it's just going to play on these strings, and it's going to obsess backward and forward, backward and forward. And it's called obsession with self, yes? Which is the activity of a mind identified as self. The solution is now, not in the mental here, because that isn't now. It's not even close now. And then if you fall under the, the disease of thinking that you need to get into the moment, which implies that you ha- have the possibility of being out of the moment, you're pretty much lost, yeah? Because there's no way you and I could be out of this moment. So why the hell are we trying to get into it? Yeah? <laughs> and on the other side especially in recovery there's no way we could actually be in self so why are we trying so hard to get out of it yeah so in one sense we're trying to get out of what we can't be in and we're trying to get into what we can't be out yeah <laughs> yes yeah. does the mind uh, create a dream state if I, if I, you can't create a dream state make it yeah. makes it doesn't take your awareness, it takes your interest and attention. Okay. Your awareness isn't going anywhere. But the the thing interest I missed, and attention I missed, goes... Well, that's the story of what you're not. So if you realize you weren't that, you'd still be on the highway. Because you never left it. That's the whole point. If you, let, if you could leave the highway, there would be no way you could ever get back. The whole solution is you haven't left the highway. Yes? You haven't. The whole solution is that appearances cannot initiate effects on context. Yes? The space of this room isn't being affected by what's appearing in it. Yes? It isn't. I can throw a punch, but I'm never going to hit the space. The only thing that's affected by appearances is other appearances. Yes? So I have a lot. This appearance is going to get hurt if it hits this appearance. It is. And I can hit that appearance, but the space that's all here, I can't grab, I can't affect one bit. That's exactly what our nature of mind is. It's untouched by what appears in it. Yeah. It's unaffected by what appears in it. It's like I said the other day, it's like open sky. All this stuff can happen in the sky, explosions, everything, but the sky never gets ripped open. Yes? Planes never call the terminal saying, I ran into a big chunk of sky. Yeah? It doesn't happen. When it rains, the sky doesn't get wet. Only when it appears, the earth gets wet. Yeah? We're like that. In old Tibetan Buddhism, they'd say, open sky mind. That's what it's like. You're like an open sky. You allow and facilitate all these appearances, but none of the appearances affects the context. Yeah? What we're identified as is a content of mind an idea of a mental process, yes, called a self, a body. What we are is the context of mind that that content is appearing in. That content cannot affect the context, yes? And if you believe you're the content, it still doesn't change the fact that you're a context. No matter what, no matter how much you huff and puff, that cannot be changed or altered, yes? It's uncaused. It's not, it's not manufactured. It's not manipulated. It's always available at all times. It has the same quality at all times because it's of a timeless bent. It doesn't have... It, it's, its qualities don't erode and, 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 and increase in time because it's timeless. Yes? So it's always available. That's why a moment 20 years ago has the same sense as the one now, seemingly. Because it's the same freaking moment. The same awareness is exactly the same. Your being conscious of it can be different, but the awareness is not different. Yeah? So, if you're busily being conscious of the thoughts about you, the feelings that are about you, the situations that are about you, the my of your life, then you will probably live as if you're unconscious to being awareness. Yeah? Like Jesus would say, you can't serve two masters at the same time. If you're devoted to that thought system, you're going to... you're. Let's say this is one form of devotion, yeah? If you're devoted to that thought system, this is the prayer position, like this. Worry. You're just constantly obsessing over things that aren't happening. Worrying about what's going to happen. (laughs) That can only be produced by incredible devotion to a failed thought system. Yes? Called relying on self. That same faith that's producing that anxiety, it put into centeredness, produces an ease and comfort here. Things are expressing here. Mind is expressing here. Yes? First the imprint occurs, you get the invitation, and then it expresses. Yeah? You start traveling later. This is what's happening. That's what an invitation is. It's an impression. It's it's an invitation. It impresses our mind. Mind entertains it, and then some, it starts expressing. Yeah, And so you know the tree by the fruit. You can't see the tree, because it's no thingness, but you can intimate it by its fruits. Yeah? So when you start having the eyes and the ears to see, you see a certain choreography to life, you start sensing things, a lot of coincidence start happening, you're starting to get lit, it let, let in on the secret, yes? It's like it says it's an open secret, a gateless gate. Yeah, is it is it a gate if it's gateless? Is it a secret if it's open? It's they're trying to imply the obviousness of the ever-present possibility. Yes, I can't find the door. It's a doorless door. That's why you can't find the door. Where's that damn gate? Who took the gate? It's a gateless gate. Did someone tell you this secret before me? No, it's an open secret. Oh, shit. I thought I missed it. You know, these are little, they're trying to uh, point to the obvious uh, availability of what you may be so hardly seeking for, so working, so hard to find. But if you're wearing those pairs of glasses, it's the form of blindness. While you're looking for the jewel, none of the shine of the jewel comes through those glasses. To the conditional mind, it looks totally valueless. It doesn't see, what can I do with this? Can I make other people think I'm greater? After a while, it has no value. That's its true value. Like the little Sauron, the eye of Sauron of the self-centered mind, is like you know, looking in all the other realms, looking for the ring. You know what I mean? But this thing, this ordinary dog shit awareness isn't recognized as valuable to the conditional mind. It goes right over it. That's why it's so beautiful. Because the mind doesn't even see any value in trying to claim it. Yeah? It just walks right over it. It would much rather be a great yogi who can stand on its head for 30 hours. And people, oh! Or demonstrate some power. Oh, yeah, that's them. They've got it. Or be, you know, having that loving gaze, you know. Oh, yes. I hate all you, really, but oh, yes. I love you. I love you. All this... You know, it doesn't have to demonstrate at all, because it is. It's so beautiful in its value, because to, to the conditional mind, it looks like it has no value. Yeah. That's why it's called giving nothing. We're all addict addicts to something. This is like getting nothing. And if you look at all the somethings you've gotten, they've added up to basically nothing. So we're trying to save you a whole lot of time. Why not receive Nothing. And then you'll see your head trying to make it something, and you're not that which is trying to make it something, and that keeps leaving it nothing. And then nothing will get down to work. And and a change will start accelerating. But not for you. And you'll know it by its fruits. You'll know the problem by the solution. When the stuff that recedes, recedes, and you feel uh, a huge sense of relief, you'll know that was the problem. Yes? You're finally on to something. It's like when that hand is finally lifted, you know, oh, that's why it was like that. It was the hand. You had thirty of stories why it was like that. They were all wrong. But when the hand lifted, you know, that's been on your life the whole time, you know, that's it. That was it. So when the bondage of self is started to be entertained it starts producing that space from self yeah. from the idea of being you you know that by its fruits you start traveling lighter and I mean it stabilizes it's not traveling lighter when you're in you know beautiful Cohasset but when you're in Staten Island and fucking in the dregs of the world you're still traveling lighter <laughs> <laughs> I better not say that over. I could get killed by some people I don't know. yeah so any more questions tonight we can just go on marathon it's been hours I can't even all, all bodily needs have been given up I haven't eaten I haven't gone to the bathroom fuck it let's go <laughs> If you just sit there, I can't help myself. So just stay there. If you don't move, it's like it's like a performance. It has to come out encore after encore. I can't leave. You know what I mean? I'll just, just, I'll just pass out. Then, all right, let's go. Book. All right, let's read. The... <laughs> Put more questions in. We can go look into it. Yes. So um, it seems like it seems like you really can't screw it up, right? It, it, and there's like the free will thing doesn't it's just but I used to have this idea I just don't know about this. I used to have this idea that um, when all the consciousness is wrapped up in the story, it it um it somehow well, it distract, It's like a distraction, and I had this idea that it it sort of impairs like the flow of life. Yeah. You get stuck. Yes. Because it, does it really do anything, or is that just? I think the distraction is distracting, but the idea that it impairs the flow of life, the distraction is part of the flow of life. You just don't see it that way. Oh, they just feel stuck. Yeah, but it. But that is. Obviously. Yeah. It's know. what's manifesting. <laughs> Yes? It's not asking our opinion of what should manifest. It's manifesting, yes? Yeah. It's when the you gets involved with it, it has this belief it could be different. So it never recognizes what's happening. Because it immediately as soon as the recognition is available, it foregoes that and starts having opinions of why why it shouldn't be that way or whatever, yes? The selfing gets The conscious contact is it. We're having, that's what life is, yeah? The experience of this place is conscious contact. But the selfing claims to be the one who's conscious, yeah? It interrupts getting that pure feed of consciousness being in contact. And then we get, what gets pumped in is an interpretation, yeah? So, very quickly, life is sort of, Given up on, and an interpretation—it's like a changeling, you know, when a baby's born and then they change it with another baby. They call it a changeling, and that baby's taken to be your baby and stuff. That's what the selfing does in a way. Conscious contact is the birth and death of life. Yes, here as we know it—an yeah? awareness of the, the the selfing is hijacks it by saying you're the one who's in you're the one who's conscious, and it changes. It interprets life from then on. Yeah? And so the feed that you get isn't the first picture of conscious contact. You get the interpretation of that conscious contact as there's a someone, you, who is who is the conscious who is in conscious contact. There is no someone that's in conscious contact. There's just conscious contact. Yes? Consciousness and contact. There's no someone who's prior to that. But that's what the self-centeredness is. It injects itself at the beginning in a false way. It tries to become prior to what is prior. Yes? And from there on, it bastardizes life and changes it and distorts it and tells a story about it. And therefore, it seemingly so becomes the, uh, what's actually happening here, which seemingly means it, it appears to be true or false to you. Yes? So that's a true interpretative scheme. And now what happens is, we take the interpretation to be the real thing. And we respond to it as if it is the real thing. Yes? And yet it isn't the real thing. This is about, well, how can I change that? You can change that. Just see that you're not that, that idea of self, and then it changes. But you don't change it. That would still be the self-centered format. Yeah? or someone, uh, some other you changes it for you. That's still the self-centered format. What happens is you see you're not that you, and then it changes. But it's not changed by a you. No. No, 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 no. The you is part and parcel of the interpretation. It's like I was talking today. This mental process, I like to call it selfing, Yeah. So, selfing is going on. Selfing is going on. And so, people hear this terminology. So, now, sometimes when selfing is going on, they go, Oh, the selfing's driving me crazy. Yeah? The real product of the selfing is the feeling of the me driven crazy. Yeah? Or, I've been selfing all day. The feeling, the story that I'm the one who's selfing is the product of the selfing. Yeah? So, people... Because of consciousness, they see a certain part of the selfing, yes? So they see, oh, worrying about next week, and you go, oh, that's that's not happening, yeah? So you get it, it's clear. Oh, so that's the selfing. They're not thinking they're doing it or not, but they see that's the selfing. Then they may even get, maybe they'll get even more of you, and they'll get closer to it. But very rarely do they get to the point where they see the part that I felt the selfing's driving me crazy. Right? The driving me crazy, that feeling of being the me that's driven crazy, is also selfing. Yeah? It's not like selfing came to an end, and then there's the you that the selfing's driving crazy. There is no you that's being driven crazy. There's just driving crazy. Yeah? So that's the selfing. Selfing, selfing. And so now you're getting, uh, the aperture's getting bigger. There's more, you're seeing more of the the string. And it's a finite string. It doesn't go on infinitely. Yeah? Selfing. But this part that many people miss is that one aspect of selfing which produces the sense of being the one that's getting selfed or the one that's doing the selfing. That's also part of the string of selfing. It's not like the string of selfing is suddenly happening to you as a, as a separate block of authenticity. The feeling of anything happening to you, that real deep feeling that it's you, that you that comprises a picture of this as being you, is selfing. That's the, that's the selfing. That's the activity of the mental process. We don't see the... See, we bought a piece of it, yeah? The mind fell for this one piece. Oh, it's happening to me, or I'm doing it. That's why it continues. The selfing still has the power to affect, seemingly, us, because we haven't seen the whole line. We've, we've already gobbled up the bait down here. We can see the string leading to the top, you know, to the boat, but we, didn't, we don't see the hook and the meat. We're, we're, that's in our mouths already. And so it's are oh, selfing's driving me crazy today. No, you're a fish on the line. The mind has got, it's like mind is like this. The bait comes in. The selfing throws lots of bait. When the mind moves towards this, because it's conscious, it sees it, when it sees it if it gets to a point where the selfing has its little in um, fact it turns into a fish when it bites the hook yeah and then when it bites the hook as a fish it has a feeling of being historically a fish and in stories and a vague feeling oh this has happened to me before oh, or it could possibly happen again yes but prior to that you weren't a fish and actually you were never a fish But there's the feeling of being a fish, and it also has a historical feeling. You feel like you've been a fish before, and that you're going to be a fish later. This is contrived. It's mind-selfing. You think mind is is like a, a cheap little show? It's fucking unbelievable. So what's seeing all that? Awareness. And I am that. I am. It's I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yeah? In a weird way, that's say I'm awareness. Yeah, I am the seeing of what I'm not. So, if you see three fourths of that string of selfing, yes. Yeah? It's still you that's seeing what you're not. (laughs) If you see more of it, you'll see, I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yeah? So is the me just a thought? The me is a thought, yes, and a feeling, too. It's a thought wrapped with a feeling. Yes? When you say me, you have a vague sense of, yeah, there's a sense of it. It's beyond just a thought. It's, It's a thought and a feeling produces a sense yes yeah so when someone says to you find out who's looking or who's who you are yeah right away it's you know it's still me who I think I am suddenly trying to think you know, i don't know how to disengage from that I know, great. That's the perfect answer. You can't disengage from that. Self can't get out of self. That's when you're out of self, really. When you stop trying to get out of self. (laughs) Because all the getting out of self is implying that you're in self. And that's not true. And I don't care how much it appears, it doesn't become real. It can appear a fucking every day of every bit of time that this world will spin out it's still never going to become real it's an appearance that's its nature yes? but what seeing I would say is real, yes? yes? and a lot of times during the day you stop and something still continues doesn't it? sometimes you have a fugue or you, you forget about yourself but something continues while the self has been forgotten hasn't it? What is that? I would say you're more of that than the idea of being a body, yeah? So let it get frustrating. It's great. The system will collapse on itself because it's a very small system. It's built of a house. It's like a house of cards, yeah? self, we'll try to get out of self, and we'll get to a point where we'll realize that's an impossibility. Yes? Wherever it goes, the fence of meaning it's uh, outside of self is still on the other side of it. It can never get on the other side of the fence. (laughs) See, let's say a mental process produces the idea of self. Yes? Let's just say. Selfing. Now, if that's the case, selfing could never leave the mental process that produces it, because it doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. So selfing can't transcend selfing. <laughs> in other words, what's produced by a mental process can't leave the process that produces it, or it won't be produced. Obviously, yes. So, self—the feeling of being a self—is like a commodity. It's like being sold all day. Yeah, the advertising is unbelievable, and it's basically being sold all day. Yes, but it's only sold in that one dimension of mind called self-centeredness. Yeah. It's the only place it can appear seem to appear It doesn't exist anywhere else so the idea of it transcending from where it came from it never came from anywhere it can't go anywhere <laughs> yeah so when you see in recovery self can't out of self that is a profound freaking statement because then there may be a relinquishment of trying to get out of it and then you may start questioning are you really in it and I think that's a much better Avenue than trying to get out of it yeah, don't assume to be somewhere unless you really find out you are. Yes, I would quest to go that way instead of being busily trying to get out. See if you are in. If it's a possibility that you could actually just be a body, and that if you can, then is the body conscious? Is the body is is the body is the body what sees or is? All the eyes and all the senses just facilitate seeing, yeah? I would say it's the latter. I would say something moves through this apparatus, and this apparatus facilitates a certain formal way of conscious contact through certain gates, yeah? But the gates themselves aren't what's seeing. They just facilitate it here, yeah? So consciousness moves through, not produced by, I'd say, Yeah? So consciousness is moved through and so it moves through an eye and it facilitates seeing. But that same eye, if it was in a dead body, it wasn't be, it won't be seeing anything. But if you took that dead that eye out of a dead body and put it in a live body, it would see again. Yes? So it isn't the eye that's seeing, is it? The eye just facilitates seeing. Yeah? So what is it that actually sees? It's not the eye, so it's not of the body. And the brain is of the body. Yes, the brain is an organ. Yes? So what is illuminating or allowing the brain to see its own activities? Is it the brain that allows the brain to see its own activities? I would say it's something other than the brain that sees the brain's activities. Yes? I think the brain produces the activities, but I don't think it's the one that produces the seeing of it. Because I don't believe seeing is produced. Yeah, I would say that's actually getting to your quote-unquote origins, yeah? is to go back to every moment and see what is indispensable to any moment ever being had or felt or sensed or experienced is awareness. Yes? When, that goes, when you go as far back as you can, you're inevitably going to rest. And in that resting, something will intimate itself. Because the seeking is over. I mean, literally, over. The seeking, the agitation of mind is done. And now it lays down in a way. It rests. And in that rest, a whole new form of knowledge is revealed that can never be produced by seeking or found. Seeking just stirs up shit. It's in rest. That's when things are really, real you know, revelations occur. Yes. Agitation just begets more agitation seeking just begets more seeking yes so question C. see what every moment that I can even go back to in a mythical way of remembering it the same quality of presence was there yes that without that every other else every everything else could be changed and you know taken out of and something else put in but that one quality if that's taken away there ain't no moment. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that's closer to the origins of what we are than this appearance as a physicality. Here. <laughs> you know, humbly I do. <laughs> and it promotes a lot of rest. Even though you may seem busy, the mind isn't agitated anymore. Yeah. There's no need to seek because it's realized it's what it's been looking for. Yes? So, the finding... Isn't an event. It's just a condition that's never not been that. Yeah. It's like finding is every moment you're finding it. It's always new in a way. Yeah. Like someone said to me, "Well, what happened to when? What when did you have a shift?" And I said, "Well, I don't didn't have a shift. It's shifting. That's what it's like. It's always shifting in a way." It's pretty cool, so. And I'll tell you, it can produce an immunity to what's driving you fucking crazy. It really can. You know, it, it affords it affords a space for new possibilities to be entertained, and the life that you call yours may go in a whole different trajectory than you ever imagined. Yes, and uh, you may find out you have qualities that you had totally firmly believed you never had yes because nothing is acquired everything just moves through yeah if this if the situation demands it it can come through you you may you may have a whole story that you never had that quality but that quality will express through you at a certain moment because in that moment it's needed yes or it's a part of what's going to happen and that's what facilitates through you so i don't have a lot of wealth of information <coughs> <clears throat> because it's not about that. It's really about economy and paring down. You're more stripped than built up, yes? And all the stuff that you call essential gets sloughed off like skin, yes? And you don't have a wealth of information. You just know what to do next. And here I have a seat assignment, so downloads come to share about what we're not. Yeah? If I was sitting somewhere else, these downloads wouldn't come. I'd be directed somewhere else and do something else, yeah? Everyone here has a seat assignment. And this is, always surprises your old ideas, because they don't fit anymore, yeah? And the narration is so way behind. It's, it's, like, it's like a GPS from 1998. It knows, doesn't know where all the new roads are or maps. It just keeps giving the same old directions. You keep following it. You keep ending up where you end up. <laughs> this is like a God direction. You start getting new directions. And but it's very economical. It's very light. You don't get heavy doubt, yes? You're not weighed down with an identity. I'm not a teacher. I'm an inviter. I don't have... My responsibility is complete. I'm like a mailman, Yes? It's very clear. I wouldn't be so pres- presumptuous to think you need teaching, tell you the truth. Because <laughs> all I see is faith mind. I see mind, and I know mind somewhat, a little bit, and I have total faith in it. All it needs is an imitation. So, really, the imitation will start coding things. Once your mind can entertain, truly be free from that which is binding it, yeah, seemingly binding it, it's inevitably going to. There's no stopping mind. Like the Course would always say, it may take more time than others, but it's inevitable. One mind intends being free, it is going to be free. So, yeah, yeah. So. That's it, I think, unless we're going to keep going. I've got to eat soon. <laughs> I think I need some sustenance for the body. <laughs> so, can we pass the basket or anything? Hey, we have some shirts, too. T-shirts. We sell T-shirts. I got them. We got them here, don't we? Did we bring them down? Ah, uh, here we go. Is
1: hey, thank you, everyone, too, for coming tonight.
0: It's been such a blast. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Thank you for showing up and- and holding the space so well. I really appreciate it. Everybody, yes. Thank you. Actually, you're the ones that make it, you know? It's The space being held, that's the whole thing. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You, everyone, yes. Where is this? Great, yeah. you Huh? Great, well, great. It's a pleasure. I I'm honored by it, seriously. So... Yes, we're going to put them out, I think. Let me do it. I'm going to switch to my new job selling T-shirts. Yes, hold on. I'm a man of many talents. <laughs> <laughs> Thank a Oh no that'll be good. I know I got at I Yeah, I'm to it. and he is <laughs> like he's like he's like he's like like he's like he's like he's like he's Merci. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're to have a relationship.
1: I don't know what to
0: try to do. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. That's why, to Well, I guess <laughs> i yeah. you. Yeah, making it your yeah. it. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's you not know, the time. Ich schätze, really Ich habe schon wieder in der Augen. <laughs>
1: in yeah, we old old yeah. so we'll be there I'm Thursday. Yeah, go the 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 we got,
0: we've got to go back to Jersey the the New Jersey. We've got to talk go 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 in the so South Shore, Jersey, Pennsylvania. I'm a yoga student tomorrow. I mean, that's Tuesday. Now, this was a little run we did. We did three talks today. So we're lying I've done seven talks in like four days. <sighs> uh, so, I mean, yeah, Tomorrow we're to off, and we I have two more, and that's it. it. <laughs> yeah. Today is a little big. Go so what you can do? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I love coming back, back here, though. I used to run around, so not, right. This, right. not right. this area, but mostly up in Vermont. So, yeah, I just and went by to Barney, Keene, yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a school called Franklin Pierce. My friends no, no were donating to them no no around no. there. Yeah. And uh, I worked to a mill up there. We were in like, a renovated barn in Washington, New Hampshire. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah I loved it. So, it's great to uh, really like it. It was beautiful. We were up in Lincoln today had a renovated whatever the cell phone is well,
1: telling you. Well, that. Like, don't go there. No, we
0: didn't have yeah, any time. It wasn't all had yeah. to get here by six. We haven't stopped. It's a little Yeah, yeah. we got to go to eat soon, eh? Oh, yeah, honey? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Very much. Hold <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, was, the money, honey. I'm grabbing this man. It's a very nice invitation
1: to come up here. We had a blast. It's really nice
0: to visit. It's a little It's a little softer than yeah, most of the meetings we had. <laughs> <talk. laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the... What do you mean? Some meetings sometimes drain a little, others sometimes like support a little better, more like lower energy. Yeah. Tonight was like a, a nice flow, today was a nice flow. So, um, we got to eat. Yeah, you guys go eat, All right, so yeah. Yeah, it it so see you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Right, thank thank you. You. Okay. Yeah,